people and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe the fight podcast and this is episode 192 i am your host the underground king serge vicente welcome back to another episode everyone man thank you guys for joining in today man we have an amazing show for you guys a lot of fun we are going to talk about boxing only thing we're talking about today is boxing all day every day um we love doing these man because today i will be joined by my brother from another mother brandon the guru camille man he's joining me on today's episode and we are going to discuss so much fire news of the week so you know what without me even just getting into it here is today's menu on the menu, we are going to talk about Mikey Garcia. Is he, even after his big win against Jesse Vargas, is he a legitimate welterweight and can he beat the elite of the elite? I'll also talk about who should Mikey fight next. Deontay Wilder has triggered, like we talked about in past episodes, the fight with Tyson Fury. He's scheduled the trilogy, man. It seems like it's going to happen. Is this a mistake on Deontay Wilder and his team's part? Also, we'll talk about Canelo Alvarez, his big fight upcoming, and so much more. Remember, man, each and every week, the Fight Podcast is brought to you guys by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Again, sageeatschicago.com. They cook and deliver healthy meals directly to your home or office if you live in Chi-Town. If not, that's totally fine. Sage Eats also offers fitness mentoring and nutrition consultation. So essentially what they do, they have a member of their team write a workout for you, write a nutrition plan for you. They're licensed, they're credential coaches. They are there to take care of your needs no matter where in the world you are. So check out Sage Eats today. Again, sageeatchicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT and check us out everywhere on all social media platforms at sageeatschicago.com. Also, let your friends, your loved ones, and everyone you know, the combat sports love in your life, about the greatest combat sports and cultures throughout the entire universe the fight podcast you can find us everywhere not only on our website thefightpodcast.com but you can also find us everywhere podcasts are available apple google play spotify soundcloud and stitcher man all right with all the news and church announcements and everything being said i hope you guys are doing amazing um, it is a beautiful week here in Chicago, man. It seems like spring. It feels like spring. Like I've been talking about, I've been vibing the G Herbo. I've been vibing the Royce to five, nine. I'm getting my mind set for these type of events, man. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into the episode. Episode 192 of the five podcast with the guru my brother from another mother brandon camille enjoy our conversation brandon 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 what is going on today my brother serge what it do oh man doing very well man we out here living thank you once again for joining me on the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe the fight oh. podcast man as always man you know i'm happy to be here absolutely man yo man we got a lot to get to today it's a lot to get there, to. There's, get there's started, news, man. yo. There's news. Well, first of all, we got to start with one of the biggest fights that I've heard of the year. The Greek Freak, the Greek freak versus James Harden. Who you got? Ooh, you know, I, <laughs> yo, is James Harden being a little soft or is, you know, the Greek Freak being petty? Which one will we at? I think the Greek Freak is being a bit petty. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not siding with either either one of them. I, I don't think James Harden is being soft, but I don't think the Greek. I, I guess the Greek freak is being petty, but I feel like rightfully so. Like if he wants to play around and say James Harden ain't shit for whatever reason, or he don't doesn't want to respect his game, then that's on that's on him. And James Harden has all the right in the world to be offended. So if James Harden want to be offended, okay, go drop fifty on his head like you do everybody else. Yeah, that, and that's fine. I'm, I'm here for it as a fan. We we win. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, man. It has been far too long since we've had legitimate smoke in the NBA. You don't get that. Everybody's buddies. I like this. 
But speaking of Giannis, the Heat tore that boy up. Yo, Bam Adubayo. When I, yo, here's the thing. Yo, they're 2-0 and against them. And it seems like they might be playing them in the second round. I'm going to, this is my high take for the day. For 13 points. Fam, if they play the, the, um, uh, the Bucks in the playoffs, the Miami Heat beat them. All right. And, and I, I could hear that. I, I'm not going to make, I haven't really watched basketball like I should yet in order enough to make, to make a take, but the two and zero against them. So that's enough to make a, yeah. uh, and, to, and to make the thing, assumption. They bullied I, I, I the cats. But did, did you see, did, did you see the, the bet that Shaq and D Wade made? Did you see my man's hairline? Oh gosh. Oh that was, God. <laughs> that Shaq, was the brother. greatest bet this year. Oh, dude, that is the best thing. He got, look, I don't want to know what D Wade, if he lost, would have been. But at the end of the day, man, and he said he's keeping it all week. Shaq, if you guys have not had an opportunity to check it out, I'm sure, I don't know how you couldn't have. It's everywhere. My man has a Stephen A. Smith hairline. Oh, my gosh. No, he has a Carlos Boozer. Oh, man, man, the painted on you, dig? (laughs) It's straight paint. It's straight paint. Bruh, it, it was rough, man. I felt bad for him, but it, 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 it was good, man. You know what? The, right, don't, don't none of my bald friends want any smoke with me. Oh, fam, that that because <laughs> I am definitely having that damn bet with them, one thousand percent. Only definitely. problem for me is that if I have a bet like that, somebody's gonna try to get me to shave an eyebrow, and I ain't about that life. <laughs> yeah, shaving an eyebrow—that's that, deep. Because yeah, I've heard they take forever to grow back. Fam, I am. My, my mom said she tweezed her eyebrows back in the day. Them shit still ain't grown back. Why, bro? I don't know, man. All this I know is woman? I got thick ass eyebrows, and them shits is here. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> um, yo, this is a little culture, man. Uh, music, fam. Have you heard Royce the Five Nines allegory yet? I haven't. I haven't. You I haven't. Absolutely you, ain't, you, ain't, you, you didn't put that in prep notes. I should have. I apologize. <laughs> because you know what, yo? I got a couple tracks. I didn't get through it, though. Oof, dude. It's so as of right now, granted, it's only March. It's my album of the year so far. Goodness gracious. Honestly, I thought this. It is his best album. And do you listen to Royce Five Nine? I love Royce Five Nine. I've been a fan. I've been a fan of Royce forever. See, I'm not a fan, and I've heard it was good, and I tried to listen. I need to give it another try. I just didn't give it a legitimate shot. Man, that dude is fire. And here's the thing: he did all the production too himself. Okay, yeah. I, I, you're you're selling me enough to give it another try. Oh, dude, he got. Hey, here's the thing: he got a track with each one of Griselda. Each member of Griselda he has a track with. He got a track, track with Conaway. He got a track with Westside. He got a track with Benny the Butcher. Benny the God. <laughs> oh, Benny's a nasty dude, man. I'm telling you. Look, that's the type of music you want to listen to before you go out to a fight. Oh, my God. I told you I saw him live a few weeks back. You did. You did, man. You said, hey, how was the show? Show was great. This, no, uh-huh. Let me ask you this. Does he put on a good show? Because I know, you know you've seen him before. I know you saw him with Freddie Gibbs. Like, so does he put no, on so a I saw, I saw good uh, show? I saw Conway on? with Freddie Gibbs. Ah, okay. And okay. Con- Conway was with Freddie Gibbs, and this was all Griselda. And so, I mean, it was. It was a hip hop it, show. It, it's a hip hop show. It's you're not going to get what you're going to get with, you know, it's not like a Yeezus tour. Right. <laughs> like, no, for real. It, yeah. it's, it's a hip hop pure show. It's about all men in there, about three women and they all girlfriends. Man. <laughs> and, man. Hey, and, and, and if the girl that you like is in there, yeesh. Bro, if you got a group of chicks, now granted, you do have those sneakerhead chicks that are super into underground hip hop. If you got one, good for you. Most of us don't. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I nah. was listening to Griselda. Actually, no, I was listening to Freddie Gibbs, and my lady was with me, and she was like, "Yo, why are Please you turn this off, fam?" <laughs> it was. She was like, "This is just bars, 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 and bars, bars on bars. Why do you just listen to just bars?" I'm like. Do you? I had to flip it on her though. I was like, "So you're telling me is that you don't appreciate poetry?" You try. You about to give it a whole tap surge? Ooh, I had to. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> oh, uh, another music man. Yo, I gotta show some love to Chicago's very old man, G Herbo. G Herbo, man. I heard that was cracking. I yeah. haven't listened to that either. Yeah, I've had the pool all week. You know that. I've been out of it, fam. I oh, look. I'm always gonna show love to my Chicago people, and I'm gonna be honest with you, G Herbo. Man, 
he's the best we got right now. And I heard this is like a second solid, solid project straight. Yeah, man, he's legitimate. And this one is like, I think might be his best project, bro. I like his music. I, I really fuck with dude, man. Um, G Herbo is that guy, bro. He has, he has this one track PTSD with uh, the album's called PTSD. And um, not only is the album called, he has this track. It's with him, Chance the Rapper, Juice World. Oh my God. Really? Oh my, all Chicago, all Chicago track. Juice World kills it. Hurts my heart listening to it. And just, if you listen to what he says, you're like, oh dude, like, oh, it's a deep track. I put like this, Chance, I am not a Chance fan. I am not. Wow. Do not People like hate Chance. Chance. I don't get it. I don't think he's good. I don't think he can re- I, like that, that's my thing. And here's the thing about Chance, right? And I'm not gonna say he's not good because when he's featured on other people's tracks, I think he's incredible. I'm not a gospel guy, and he's too gospely. He's too wants to be like the good guy. I think it's corny. His last album, all he did was talk about is him and his lady. Good for you. I'm glad. I'm not interested in your fucking relationship. I'm not. He didn't just sit there and talk That's about him exactly and his lady the, the entire album. About. That shit was garbage. His last album was also underrated in my opinion. Garbage. That's why I was underrated. I like Chance. Garbage. I don't. I don't. I think. But you know what? That's your generation too. So I'm not mad at that. I'm yeah, not. We I'm are. Really, we are different generations. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. I get it. Oh, he, okay, he's, boomer. He's just not nigga. I am far from boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I am far from boomer, nigga. <laughs> don't cover my head like that, no sir. Uh, yo, I'm just saying, yo, look, man, I grew up with drug dealer hip hop. You grew up with drug user hip hop. There's a big difference. Oh, my gosh. It's, How many times you going to use that? Because it's real. Is it? It is. Is it? It is. Because no, my favorite album of last year was was Freddie Gibbs and then Jim Jones. So, I mean. Time out. I told you about Jim Jones, damn it. You weren't even listening to that shit till I said it. Did you tell me about Jim yes, Jones? Yes, I did. No, you didn't tell yes, me about Yes, I Jim absolutely Jones. did. No, I think I, I got think, all the tapes. We can run it back. I'm not gonna look can't. through it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I won't. But I'm gonna talk shit like I a believe dick I, I know I Jim did. Jones already because I, I, I had heard about Jim. Maybe you did tell me about it Jim was, Jones. I won't I, lie. I know for a fact it was because I remember I you hit me with the same thing. Like you hit me like, oh, do I haven't checked it out yet? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember you and then uh, one of my boys actually from Chicago has told me Jim Jones album. Jim Jones had one. And I listened. I was like, oh boy, he Man, got one. You know but, what though? But you told me about the Freddie Gibbs album. Which is yeah. crazy because Jim Jones is from your neck of the woods and Freddie Gibbs is from yeah. my neck yeah. of the woods. <laughs> it's cool. We all fam. We all fam. <laughs> all right, man. Look, uh, let's go ahead and jump into what people actually want to talk about, man. Um, some fights. We have some great stuff to talk about today. But what I want to start off with today, Mikey Garcia came back um, after his big time just straight getting washed by Errol Spence. Came back at welterweight, fought against Jesse Vargas, wins a close, and I'm going to throw up dominant because people have been saying it was a dominant fight, so I'm throwing those in air quotes. Um, he ended up winning the fight, but is Mikey a legitimate, is he a legitimate, and let me rephrase that, do you feel like he is an elite welterweight, or do you think that Mikey is best at a buck 40? I'm going to throw it to you first, brother, because you know what, man, I, I, I just feel like giving you the floor today, man. Go ahead, do your thing. Mikey won a close decision, but and, and he landed some good shots. He hurt Jesse Vargas. He did everything that he was supposed to do. But I just don't see him being all that effective at 147. Like, yes, that was Jesse Vargas. But Jesse Vargas also had a draw with Adrian Bronner, which at this point in his career is eh. hasn't aged so, well. I mean, that fight has when, not aged well. It hasn't aged well. So when you think about him against the top guys at 140, the Sean Porters of the world, the Danny Garcias, even the Manny Pacquiao's of the world, can he handle them at 147 my thoughts are no and even in the beginning of the fight jesse vargas jesse vargas won the first four rounds jesse vargas was looking good till he got hit in the back of the ear he that, that's yeah. the thing he ended up if jesse vargas never took that shot now granted mikey did an amazing job at that mikey was the one that ended up catching him with that shot but very similar to like a deontay wilder he ended up getting caught in the back of the ear and it literally took him out of the fight for like half the fight but yeah, I, go ahead i'm sorry no, I mean, I, I agree with you that he didn't recover. And I mean, he didn't recover, but I mean, he, he, he recovered arguably, eventually and yeah. he still was no was no match for Mike Garcia's power. And the power, I, be, I think, surprised us a bit because he's coming up still 
to us two weight classes, even though this is his second fight at 147. Right. However, I think the idea of this fight was that he wanted the best guy available. And I think Jesse, uh, I, I think Jesse Vargas was the best fight available, even though he was looking to fight at 140. Right. And I do believe we see him if he does not get a Pacquiao fight, which he's which he wants and which he's wanted for a very long time. We'll probably see him go back to 140. Mike Garcia, he's he's a great fighter. I'm curious in your thoughts here. Do you think his best days are actually behind him? I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. Mikey Garcia's day, best days are absolutely behind him. Because when I actually look at the top of the welterweight division, unless he fights, like you, like you just said, uh, Manny Pacquiao, I think that's his best matchup at 147, even though I think it'll be a really, really tough matchup for him. Um, I don't see him beating any of the elite guys at 147. The thing about Jesse Vargas is this. Jesse Vargas is just a notch below elite he's proven that he's not a scrub he's not a gatekeeper he's that dude that is just a notch below elite i don't know what he had to do to change it but that's what it is um in terms of the guys for instance at 140 i think he has a, tr- a big trouble with the regis progress in the world the, the 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 hookers of the world you know what i'm saying like those are guys that i really believe that he will actually struggle with also so Unfortunately for Mikey, I, 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 what was that? I think he stands up really well against Progray and even a Josh Taylor. I do think he might struggle with the hooker a little bit just because just of that a, length. But length. Yeah. Hook, hookers, hookers having a difficult enough time making 140. I don't yeah. know if we ever see him back at 140 again because that fight against Progray, I believe, also, is that actually Luke is another one I think will be very difficult for him. Luke Campbell? Yep. Is he fighting at uh, 140 now? Uh... I'm sorry. Who did Regis Progray lose to? I don't know. I'm blanking. Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor. Yes. Um, I, I think that fight will be a very difficult fight for Mikey as well. I'm not saying that he couldn't win these fights, but I'm, I'm just I'm at the point now with Mikey. I think those two years off that he had the contract negotiation issues and things. I think that I think that was a big chunk of his prime. And we're seeing the divisions kind of passing by. Not saying that he cannot still compete at the best level, but absolutely, I think Mikey Garcia's best days are behind him. I don't see, do you see him actually having a bigger win than, I mean, what do you believe his biggest wins are? So, in fact, let me just go ahead. So this is what I'll say is this. And when I actually think about it and I look at, you know, Mikey Garcia and stuff, the dude is an absolute beast. I don't want anybody to sit there and think that I'm just, just, pretty much just shitting on Mikey and saying Mikey's washed because Mikey by no stretch of the imagination is washed. But I think we've both agreed that there's levels to this shit. And the thing about it, just again, being the fact that he missed a couple of big chunks of his, literally two years he missed, ended up getting a couple wins, ended up finally taking his first loss. But we're also talking about a guy that has 40 fights on his resume. Let's not talk about his amateur pedigree. Let's not talk. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing this for a very long time. Um, so it brings me to my next thing is this. Who do you believe Mikey Garcia fights next? Look, Eddie Hearn believes it's going to be Pac-Man possibly in July. Do you believe him? Should we believe him? And if it is Pac-Man, who do you think should win? Who do you think is going to win? I believe him because where else does Manny Pacquiao really go? And, you know, Manny Pacquiao doesn't want to fight Terrence Crawford. Nope. And we've heard that name tossed around recently. Yep. That's not a fight I don't think Manny Pacquiao wants. wants to fight Danny Garcia either. He, I could see him against Dan- Danny Garcia. However, who's going to be the bigger draw? And I, I still might air Danny Garcia in that sense. However, I would feel better fighting against um, Mikey Garcia. I think that, man... And I know this man, is going to sound gonna crazy. Be, it's going to be Manny Pacquiao's choice. What they're trying to gear that fight towards is in July in Saudi Arabia. So Manny Pacquiao can straighten out his tax issues and take more of the money home. But right. and, and Eddie Hearn is trying to land that fight. If he, if he can, great. Right now, I think it's the most likely scenario for Manny Pacquiao because I, I just don't see that Errol Spence fight happening. You, he, he, Manny he Pacquiao called out Errol Spence. Are you talking about Manny fighting Errol Spence or are you talking about Mikey? Manny. Oh, that ain't gonna happen. He ain't because him. it's the Manny sweepstakes right now. Yeah, like yeah. everybody's trying to fight Manny, and Manny's gonna have his choice of who yeah. he wants to fight. It's not the other way around. And we know I, that Manny's gonna sit back and actually he's gonna pick the most advantageous fight for him. And let's be very honest: not only is Errol Spence a much bigger guy, he is proven, especially against somebody like a Mikey Garcia, he is extremely technically sound. 
That is how you can actually hurt somebody like a Manny Pacquiao. By being technically sound, do you think so? I think being as big as he is, as well as being as technical as he is, because he is technical enough that he can take advantage of certain things that other individuals cannot do. Such as? I think that he's defensively sound. I think he takes advantage of people when they're actually out of position. He I did think he that a lot with that as well. You know what I'm saying? He did that really well with Kell Brook. He did that. Um, he's done that with a lot of his fights. Not, no, I'm talking about later in the fight. Not, not right away. I'm talking about later in the fight. Um, You're talking about Mike Garcia? No, no. I'm talking about um, Errol Spence. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's how I think that's if it's I think he that's why I think Errol Spence is a terrible matchup for Manny Pacquiao. But in terms of the fight that we're talking about between. Yes, I agree with Eddie Hearn. I think this is the biggest fight that you're this is the biggest. This is the box office fight. This is two names that people like two guys that have a big following 1000%. I think this is going to be the next fight. And I would love to see this in July. And if it does happen in July, holy shit, we have a lot of good fights this July. Oh my gosh, we got a lot going on this July. And though I would err on the side of Manny Pacquiao in that fight, the way Manny Pacquiao gassed down the stretch against Yeesh. Keith Thurman is alarming. And, and and now we have a whole nother year. He's what's what's Manny Pacquiao going to be how old? Like 43? 40, no, 42, 42. So I, I don't know the exact age, um, but he'll be another another year into his 40s. He hasn't been active. Hey, Google, how old is Manny Pacquiao? Manny Pacquiao is 41 years old. 41 right now. When's his birthday? Hey, Google, when is Manny Pacquiao's birthday? December 17th, so he'll be 41. Manny Pacquiao was born on December 17th, 1978. We got technology in this bitch. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, man, at the end of the day, I think it would be a great fight. I really do. Um, look, I, I think... Mikey Garcia performed extremely well. I think it was a a matchup that was tailor made for him to look well, really good in it. And uh, yeah, man, let, let's have this is the time where we have box office fights. You have two guys that, I, even though Mikey is nowhere near as old as Manny, you got two guys that truly can be on their back nine, realistically, but still have a big draw. Now, while I agree with you that it was a good performance for him and did get the win, he did nothing to convince me that he belongs at welterweight. No, not at all. Not at all. He has the like, that's what I was saying. I, I don't I generally now that I saw it, people were talking about him fighting Danny Garcia. He doesn't beat Danny. He doesn't. No. I don't. He doesn't beat Danny. He does. He doesn't beat any of those. Sean Porter washes him. But I think Danny, the Danny Garcia fight is a great fight. Oh, I, I think, think it's Danny a great Garcia fight. probably wins a close decision, but it's a, that's a great fight. But not only do I think Danny wins a close decision, man, I've been, and maybe it's my Puerto Rican bias, but I've been watching Danny in his last couple of fights. And yes, he hasn't fought the best caliber, but you know what? He's doing what we want guys like Danny to do. He goes out there and he's like hurting dudes. He looks good. He looks technical. He looks confident. He looks back to the Danny Garcia that I used to see at 140. I enjoy, I'm really enjoying what I'm watching from Danny Garcia at this point in time. So I think that would be a great fight. Do I think it happens? Maybe next year. Let's just let's just root for the Pacquiao fight because I think that's the best fight on the table for both of them. All right, man. And for us as fans. Absolutely. All right, moving on to the next one. This is a topic that uh, this is going to be a couple parter, right? Deontay Wilder exercised his rematch clause. And now Wilder Fury 2 is scheduled for July 13th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, according to Bob Arum. With all the excuses and all the drama, is this a mistake by Wilder and his team? And I'm going to answer this question for you. Yes. Absolutely yes. I don't understand why they're doing this. I think you had an amazing idea at one point in time, taking the step aside money and, you know, and, and letting the other guys fight. Um, I would have preferred to see that, let him get a warm up fight and maybe get in there. Um, on the last episode of the fight podcast, I actually went ahead and I actually broke it down. I said, I think the way Deontay Waters should have done this first and foremost, he needs to get rid of Jay Diaz. I'm not a fan of Jay Diaz. I think he needs a new voice in his corner. It's one of those things that he's taking him as far as he can. I'm very, very happy that he did not fire Mark Breland. I am. 
Is that official? It's official. It's official. He said Mark Breland will still be a part of Team Wilder. That is directly out of his mouth. I'm happy about that. Mark Breland is the most experienced man in his corner. He is a Hall of Famer. He is a gold medalist. He is the only one that has any type of fighting credentials in his corner. So I'm happy that he is still there. What should he have done? He should have taken the time off, like I said, get another coach. After that, to get, I'm not saying somebody's going to revamp his game. Somebody's going to go ahead and actually add a few wrinkles in there that could actually make him a little bit more competitive against somebody like Tyson Fury. Look, for everybody who's freaking out and saying, oh, it's only one fight, I agree with you. I thoroughly agree with you. But I'm talking about, and specifically to fighting this guy, there's not enough time. I don't care what Deontay Wilder says, he was hurting that fight. I don't love the excuses. I think the excuses are lame. And I think the fact that he's going back in here, he has a lot of yes men in his corner. And the fact that he's a lot of yes men, they're leading their meal ticket out to slaughter. At this point in time, I, I, I just, again, I'm not going to, we'll talk about it, who he feels in the win and shit in a little bit, but do I think this is a mistake? 1,000% yes. I think we both agree that it's, it's a mistake. He definitely needed some time. He needed a new voice in the corner. Looks like none of that's going to happen. So all we have is the July 18th date as is. Deontay Wilder believes what he, what he believes and uh, Apparently, no one can tell him otherwise. I, I don't know what caused him to take this rematch so quickly. I wish he would have taken at least a little bit more time to think about it. But he was set on taking the rematch as soon as everything happened. And of course, we got some new drama here to talk about with this fight. Oh, and maybe man. that'll help. Maybe that'll help sell the rematch. Oh, man. But I mean, uh, yeah, we but we talked about this last week. We both don't agree with this rematch. We both think it's a bad decision for Wilder. And, you know, for for his sake, I hope. He can change something in this short time, but realistically, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. Um, when I when I look at it, I, I think this is a historically speaking, when we watch rematches, especially when the guy got knocked out, he tends to get beat faster the next time. This is a fight that realistically could have been stopped. Shit in the fifth round. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. absolutely could have got stopped in the fifth round. The referee, everybody in the building was being merciful in the fact that they allowed it to go as long as it actually did. They respected the man enough to allow it to go that much further. So the fact that he's going out here, he put out that fucking video, which I can't lie, he kind of looked a little nuts. I mean, to me, like I appreciate it. it. I like the, the enthusiasm. I like that he wants to get back in there. But nigga, you ain't my king. Like, you a king. You know what I'm saying, the, but like, really, like this persona that he has is kind of the king talk was a, was a bit much. However, that's been who he is, so he's just stay, staying true to who he is. And Absolutely. so, in, in that sense, that he's staying true to who he is, I don't mind it. Yeah, you can say the king talk was was a bit much, but that's who Deontay Wilder has been, and that's who he's going to be. And if that's the scenario, then I'm perfectly fine. Yo, with why did he look like he was in a middle school cafeteria? I didn't get that. He was in his living room. No, he didn't. He had the damn the, the ceilings that were maybe he was in a basement or some shit. It looked like he dropped his kid off and was like, yo, hold on. Let me sit here. Let me take care of this for you guys real quick. One of his eight children. Dog, this man has a tribe. And that's why they should have stopped the fucking fight. You have a billion kids, fam. He does not care. Yo, you need to. You know what? I, I was going to say, if you have money like that, you have kids like that. Because at the end of the day, nah, man, if I if, look, I don't have no children. I have a dog and that cost me a lot of money as it is. I couldn't imagine having not just one. I couldn't imagine having fucking eight kids. That shit's nuts. I mean, he's had a Yo, few million about, million dollars eight kids. You have to have favorites. and You got to ask the one that you really don't fuck with. You have to. Yeah, I think maybe it goes by baby moms. Ooh, does he have more than one baby mom? He has a number of baby moms. I don't know. I, I don't remember I don't like the girl he's with now had eight kids. No, he definitely has multiple baby moms because he had a daughter before he got with the girl Back he's with the, now. You're right. You're right. You're right. Man, man again, I'm just going to chalk it up and say my man is a king and he only has two. And he was, you know, respectful and not out here dirty dicking. <laughs> um, all right, man. So, look, out of 19 rounds that Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder shared in the ring together, Deontay Wilder realistically lost 17 of those rounds. Okay, I I think everybody's saying that that's not accurate. 
How is that not accurate? That's what I say. I could argue 16, possibly 15. If because we, he if won a few the, in the first half what, of the first fight. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. You're right. Um, that's what argue, arguably we can say he uh, lost okay. this many. Okay. Uh, arguably. Okay. That's okay. like, give me, the, give me that caveat. So okay. arguably he lost that. In your humble opinion, Guru, what are his chances of winning the rematch? And are we talking percentage wise? Percentage wise, give me a percentage. Yeah, I give give him twenty percent. Ooh, me too. Me I too. think twenty twenty percent. I, I, I mean, I, give, you, I think you can say you can argue lower than that, but I think no, no, no. He I, still I had he has good. a. I think he has a bit more than a puncher's chance. He has essentially the same chance he chances he had coming into this fight maybe a little bit less because he took a confidence hit going into the second fight but um yeah i'm gonna put him at 20 percent he still has that right hand let's not forget that he is deontay wilder and yes. if he makes some small changes then he can compete a lot better but Absolutely. tyson fury really looked like he was the deontay the deontay wilder's kryptonite last fight and i just don't see that changing coming into this fight because when we look at the first fight he was dominating large parts of that that fight so we just expect that to continue and potentially be worse in the third fight and as wilder fans i hope not but you know look we we speak reality here we try and, and facts 1000 i'm not going to speak based on my fanship and and right now tyson fury does not look like he's going to lose deontay wilder anytime soon man i'm gonna be honest with you tyson fury doesn't look like he's going to lose to any heavyweights ever at this point in time he 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 is solid i think he's the best of this generation at this point in time um and honestly i was going back in history and thinking about the other couple of like generations of heavyweights past and i think he would have done really really well in that generation with like lennox lewis mike tyson evander holyfield and all those boys um i think stylistically the only one that really would have matched up amazingly with him is probably lennox lewis They would have been training at the same gym, which would have been interesting. interesting. Well, I mean, well, no, he wouldn't have been at Kronk. If they, you know what I'm saying, he wouldn't have been not, just now. He's at Kronk, but he wouldn't have been at that point. I don't think so. But just say if they were, it'd been crazy. Um, I, I, I meet to me. I would, I, I would actually love, love to see the Holyfield fight. Ooh, because Holyfield is a dog. And people he forget. Move. People forget how dope Holyfield was. He was great. He was fun to watch. The Warrior. Ooh, man. Right, right, real right deal. Out there, right out of Atlanta. He was the, he moved well. He threw a lot of great combinations. He was an exciting fighter. You forget. He, he was, was an undersized heavyweight. He was a cruiserweight. He was one of the first guys that really incorporated strength conditioning into his, his regimen. He was jacked. He was conditioned. He can take a shot. He can deliver a shot. He had all the heart in the world. Yo, Evander Holyfield low-key is one of my favorite fighters of all time. He was fun to watch. He did not come out there and give you a boring fight Never. at all. He was a solid, solid heavyweight, and he was r- rightfully so one of the greats of his era and one of the greatest of all time. Have you ever seen that fight with him and Riddick Bo? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. Ooh. If you have oh, not seen that fight, you need to do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and watch that fight. Holy shit. You they forget fought twice, how- right? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did, man. All right, so. As we went down memory lane real quick. Uh, Actually, did they, did they fight three times? I don't know. I, I know of two. I don't know of the third one. Well, why they you check that out? Why you look that up? Um, Do you know, and we've spoken about Rick Bo still trying to make his comeback. God, dude, I it's hope terrible. he doesn't do that it's shit. It's terrible. I really hope he doesn't do that shit. Um, all right, uh, really quick. So, what is the knock on Deontay Wilder's legacy if he loses this trilogy? I don't think there's a knock on his le- legacy if he loses this trilogy. He lost to another great fighter. He, he couldn't beat one of the other greats in his era. Okay, so he takes a backseat to Tyson Fury in terms of his era, but he doesn't take a knock overall. Tyson Do you lost think the- he takes a knock in terms of the the way he is perceived right now i think in history historically they'll probably look fond upon him especially let's say he ever eventually gets a belt or his belts back i think he'll look uh, in the future i think it'll age well but i really think it all depends on tyson fury if tyson fury goes out there and let's say gets washed by anthony joshua then i think you know what you're right regardless i think his legacy is going to be good i think people are going to fuck with him people are going to talk shit um, talking about how he's not a boxer, how he 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 can't box like Teddy Atlas. 
legitimately goes out there and talks blasphemy the way he talks about certain fighters. Like, I get where he's coming from, but man, you but, shouldn't. But he did pick Deontay Wilder, I feel like, for he this did, fight. He, he did pick him for that fight. But I, I just hate when people, I don't think people give Deontay Wilder enough credit in terms of his boxing IQ and in terms of what he actually does well. He's not a bad, he, does, he doesn't, he does some things really bad, but he's not a terrible fighter. We forget he was 41 and 0 with 40 knockouts. Come on, people. This is and, and we're talking about a heavyweight. Everyone who he's been in the in the ring with, he has dropped. That that says a lot. We forget about this stuff. So in terms of that, I, I don't know anything. But Brandon, I want you to touch on something. And I know we're moving it up a little bit earlier, but I don't know if this is as much as much of a hot take, but you brought this to my attention. Tyson Fury and his gloves. I was trying to ignore this shit. I was trying to sit back and say, no, nah, it ain't it. But yo, some of this shit is damning. Brother, the floor is yours. So shortly after Tyson Fury knocked out Deontay or TKO Deontay Wilder in round seven of their fight back on February 22nd, videos started to circulate. And the first video that was brought to my attention was actually on Worldstar. And it showed... Tyson Fury's gloves flapping a bit. It looked like he was slapping at Deontay Wilder with his punches. Now, the argument that the gentleman was making in the video was that maybe Tyson Fury had something in his glove, actually, that he was flicking at Deontay Wilder, which I didn't necessarily buy into. But as time has gone, more and more of these videos have come out, not only examining the second fight, between between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, but also the first fight. Now, what it's starting to show is that Tyson Fury's fist had been balled up down by the lacing of the gloves, leaving the top the part of the mitt empty. So when Tyson Fury would throw a punch, the glove would flap, and he's now hitting him with what would look like to the naked eye, the inside of his glove, which to you would say, okay, it's probably just a, a punch that didn't land correctly and he's not gonna be able to generate that much power. However, if his fist is balled up down by the laces and the glove is a bit loose, well now he ends up hitting him with a glove that doesn't have any padding in it. So now he's hitting him with his bare hands. And there's been video evidence to now support this that actually show his fist balled up. You can literally see see his fist balled up in the glove down by the laces. I don't necessarily know what to make of this right now. And the calls for some type of investigation are getting louder and louder. And at some point in time, the Nevada State Athletic Commission is going to have to make a, a statement regarding this. But it, it, it makes you call into question Number one, how the gloves are not only examined prior to the fight, but also during the fight, because this should have been something that the ref should have spotted pretty easily. And and Kenny two, Bayless, who was the referee in this fight, is a all-time very great. great referee, one of the best ever, um, very well respected. So I, I, I'll give I'll put that out there also. Yeah, and, and but Kenny Bayless should have spotted spotted this. The ref should should have spotted this. But let's say. My thing is this. Let's say Tyson Fury did do something here. I mean, he did in the first fight. It, it doesn't look like it changes the result of the fight all that much. I guess my question is, what exactly was he trying to do? Because that seems really difficult to pull off, honestly. When you think of the mechanics of a glove, like, yes, you might get off a few uh, a few hits and w- without a without padding. But I mean. It just seems difficult to really pull off something substantial. Just the physics of it just don't seem right to me. And it seems well, like it seems way harder to do that than to actually punch with a regular fist. Well, I put it like this. If you actually looked at a lot of the punches, because it, a lot of times it looked like Tyson Fury slaps, right? Because of the way it lands. And you're watching Deontay, especially the one that got hit behind the head, right? If you hit somebody behind the ear with a balled up fist, as opposed to a 10-ounce glove where they're supposed to have, it is a huge difference. Now, granted, these are still heavyweights. People could argue that it doesn't fucking matter. But at the end of the day, getting hit with no padding, as opposed to padding 
does make a difference. There's a shot um, that has Tyson Fury landing a jab. And you see that you can literally, that's the picture that you can see his fist, right? So you can see his knuckles in the bottom. It's making contact. You can see the thumb under the thumb. So you literally see how far it is. He's hitting Deontay Wilder in the, in the, in the mouth with the jab, but the glove, the impact of it is hitting him literally his entire face. So you think about how this could affect him. This is honestly messing up vision. You're getting impact with a bigger, pretty much ratio every time you're getting whacked. Those type of things do add up. And I'm going to be very honest with people. And people haven't talked about this enough. Yo, Tyson Fury has not shown integrity like that throughout his entire career. We forget he also has popped pissed hot for PEDs before. It is what it is, man. Tyson Fury, I'm not saying that he is. I'm not trying to start any shit. But I'm putting the shit out there. And we're just letting it be known that, look, could this be a veteran's type of move or whatever? Veteran move or not. Yo, fam, this shit's dirty. It's, de- it's definitely dirty. It's not a veteran move. It is something that, I mean, would it be considered illegal? Is there even rules surrounding there, this? There, there are. There are rules surrounding it, and uh, it is not supposed to happen. So I heard yeah. people talking about, like, for instance, Brandon Shaw of Below the Bell podcast. He didn't even want to address this issue when his producer ended up bringing this question up. He was like, man, your hands slide sometimes and blah, blah, blah. This isn't a thing. Your hands do slide when you're wearing gloves. Not that fucking much. And, and at first, like, you know, I, I won't lie. I thought it was maybe just like our community is just not taking the loss well. But now I've actually seen George Groves Ooh. come to come to the come to the stage and say, hey, no, something is off here. This is this is not right. This is not how it how it should look. Something is off. And that's his own countryman. That's yeah. pretty substantial. And George Groves was a monster in his time. We're not too far removed from his time. No, nah, not at all, man. George Groves was a motherfucker, man. And look, it, the more I look at it, the more I think about it, man, I've watched a couple videos. It's not sitting right with me. It's not, and I want, dude, you have no idea, fam. I want it to just go away. I want it to just be, it was a fight. I hate the bullshit. Fucking, my, my, my super shredder costume was too heavy. I hate all this bullshit, right? I hate it all. Deontay Wilder used that excuse before this excuse. Nigga, this was actually a legit This was a legit point. excuse. He should have, he should have sat back and waited and be like, I got an excuse for y'all. He's bullshit. This bullshit. I, w- I will say, if I would have heard him say this before, I would have seen the videos that Dante's Boxing Video, uh, Dante's Boxing Nation, which are some great videos, Amazing recently videos. released. I would have said, Deontay Wilder, you're full of shit. But, man, hey, what would have been more full of shit? Super Shredder or this shit? Because guess what? I saw Shredder beat the shit out of the fucking Ninja Turtles with that exact same fucking outfit on. If you haven't seen it, y'all need to go back and check out the OG Ninja Turtles movie. My man's was out there whooping ass. Yeah, yeah. Deontay Wilder need to take a book, uh, a page out of his book. However, <laughs> however, um, I think both of the excuses at the time probably would have sounded bogus. But this excuse has at least aged better than the other one. It has. <laughs> Super man. Shredder will always, he'll always get jokes about that. Oh, fam, yo, th- there's one meme, and I think I showed it to you, where he got the Super Shredder outfit on, and then they got him with the little twig legs. Bruh, I was weak. Uh, he, he's a, uh, until he. Until we see Deontay Wilder return to form, he's going to get jokes about that. Absolutely. Well, you know what bothers me, though, about Deontay Wilder? And I've listened to a couple. And this is something that's always bothered me. The way he talks about, you can tell he runs his own shit. Oh, and I, I did you hear Paulie speaking about your yes man theory? That's gaining some legs, too, yes, but you heard it, it here is. first. Yes, it is. I've been said that. Please bring it to the attention of the people. Heard it here first with the with Wilder's camp having too many yes men. And now Paulie Malinaji has a, you know, has the same theory. And we've seen that we've started to hear that more and more. We've seen some videos. I saw actually a video. I, I believe I sent it to you. Deontay Wilder working out and telling his trainer what he will and won't do. Um, no, you did. Yeah. Damn. I want to see that. one. What? Yeah, it was it was a train. It was a video, a training video. They were in the gym. It to me or you uh, IG it. This this was weeks ago. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't I wouldn't even know. I I ain't seen that motherfucker. I would have remembered that shit. It was after it was after we spoke about it. 
Oh man. But you know what? I mean, it, 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 it shows it, bro. It absolutely shows it, man. This is, it's a, it's not a fucking good, it's not a good look. You're not going to get better if you don't. And that's the thing. Yo, Jay Diaz, I'm going to continue crushing Jay Diaz because I think he is a detriment to Deontay Wilder. He is your security blanket. He is not allowing you to grow. And if he doesn't have the fucking balls to tell you that, he don't give a fuck about you. You're his meal ticket. That's all he cares about. The fact that he, I, I, much, I disagree. I no, disagree because no, no. he, dude, he wasn't his meal ticket was, at nineteen. But dude, when he, he first started boxing, dog. You know what? Any train, you have one job to do, and when you go out there, and you say, "I would let my guy go out in the shield." Hey, fam, fuck you. Straight up, that is utter bullshit. To go out there and say that my fight, because I would have been the first one to be like, look, man, I don't give a fuck. Yes, he said to do that, but at the end of the day, my job is to protect him. He should not get licensed in Nevada for saying that shit. Straight up. And when I hear things like that, you cannot possibly care about your guy. You can't. I hear I hear what you're saying. I, I don't think he doesn't care about Deontay Wilder. I think he's just part of the yes man clip. Either way, either way you slice it, it's nasty. It's super nasty. And that's why he needs to. Deontay Wilder is going to always have a ceiling until he gets a voice in the corner that he respects and that he listens to. And and who would you like to see that voice be? And I know that's kind of a, a question on the spot. There's a lot of different trainers you can point to. But I mean, what we hear are things like Floyd saying, hey, I, I can train you. So what do you, you, you okay, so I, I think so okay. People have been Floyd is putting out there and Floyd has said a couple of things, and I think Floyd is just being messy. I really do. Fake news. It's 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 super fake. It's um, I don't appreciate the way he's coming out about that, saying that he's going to train him and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. First of all, I ain't seen Floyd Mayweather train anybody. Not so, a single person. So maybe, sudden, maybe his dad. Now, if he said his dad, Floyd That's Mayweather senior, fam, I'm there. That that because here's the thing, Floyd Mayweather senior will mess around and try to fight you if you say something wild to him. Like I fuck with Floyd Mayweather senior, like in that capacity. You know what I mean? That. A Buddy McGirt, I think, would be an amazing, you know, addition. Freddie Roach. These are guys that, unfortunately, the one he should have had is the one that Tyson Fury is using. Yeah. That's yep. the that's the style that would benefit uh, Deontay Water more than anything else. I, I think he just needs someone that's a little bit more defensive minded. That that's what the, I think he needs and, at this and that's point. Because right now, Buddy his defense McGirt, is just jacked. I think Buddy McGirt would be great. Every time I see De- videos of Deontay Wilder's moving, Deontay Wilder moving backwards, oh. it makes me cringe. Oh, the way so he bad. takes his front foot and moves it backward first, just across, it's terrible. It's it is terrible. absolutely terrible. Awful, bro. It is awful. It is awful. It is awful, man. Um, but look, this fight is happening, and I can't lie. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. I'm going to watch it, but right now I'm not excited. But this whole glove it's controversy, um, conspiracy theory. Oof. This will help sell the fight. It will. I guarantee it. it. It absolutely will. And I am waiting for mainstream media and people, other individuals to start really talking about this. It's coming. It's Be- coming. Yeah, because the more you look at it and the more I watch and the more I go into it, it's messy. It's super messy. That Dante's Boxing Nation video was thorough. It, Very someone- thorough. Like that was a, the first time I saw it. Like I said, I dismissed it. But when I saw that video, I was like, OK, this has legs. This is something we need to look at. This is something the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission needs to look at. This is something that Tyson Fury needs to address. And I believe his trainer, Sugar Sugar Hill Stewart, did um, did address it. Is it Sugar Hill Stewart? Yeah. Why did I make that up? No, that's it. I thought I just added the hill for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but um, yeah, I, I believe I, I heard him address it. He said, you know, basically it's fake news. Tyson Fury, high yeah, what integrity. Is he, like, what is he supposed to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah we did that the things, shit. The things you would expect him to say. Uh, but I need more. I do, too. I, I need I official too. investigation. Yeah. And I think it's worthy of that. Truly, I do. All right. Uh, anything else you want to touch on in this fight or can we move on? We can move on. All right. It's is official 
Canelo Alvarez will be fighting Billy Joe Saunders May 2nd for the WBO Super Middleweight title. Two questions. Because I'm excited. I don't give a fuck. Excitement level and percentage chance you give Billy Joe Saunders to win this fight. Excitement level. On a scale of 1 to 10. Yes. Absolutely. Let's say for... Canelo versus Kovalev. I was about a 9-10. I was extremely excited for that fight because I was just so interested in what was going to happen. Okay. Just comparatively so you can understand yes. where we're at yes, here. Yes, absolutely. For this fight, I think it was one of the best fights available. However, I'm about a 6-7. Really? Yes, because Why? while I do give Billy Joe Saunders a chance to win if he shows up at his best, He's just not that not an exciting fighter. And I don't think there's any way that we get a great fight. Ooh. All right. So look, in comparison, I, I, I'm at about eight, nine in terms of excitement. And the reason I am is because I think that Billy Joel Saunders is extremely skilled. And I think that stylistically, this is a nightmare matchup for Canelo Alvarez. Not saying that he isn't going to win. I'm just saying it's an interesting matchup, Billy Joe's size. And I think that he is one of those guys, like a Tyson Fury, if he's motivated, he's a fucking handful. So I think this is one of those fights that I think diehards look at it and they're like, oh shit, this is interesting. And I think I'm in that boat. I think I'm in a boat that, yo, this is fucking interesting. So in terms of giving him a chance to win, so look, it's Canelo. This fight will probably go to decision. So if it goes to decision, we know how they get down. Canelo wins every decision, no matter if he got his ass whooped. Realistically, though, if it wasn't for that, it'd be a 50-50. It'd be a coin flip fight for me. Really? Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, that I think not because I think he is better than Canelo. I just think because of the stylistic matchup. And I think this would be a great fight if you are a betting man, I think this would be a great fight to put money on the underdog. True. I think Canelo has grown, and I think if he can get could get past Lara, uh, albeit a question, he lost position, that fucking fight. I, I, I don't. It was a close fight. It wasn't and I mean, that if, close. He, if 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 he lost, he lost seven five. It's not like he got blown out and they just gave him a decision. And you could easily make a make an argument that Canelo won that fight as well. I had I, I had Canelo losing that fight. What'd you say? Seven five? No, I had an eight four for Lada. Okay, yeah, and I've, I, and I've watched it a couple times. I'd have to go back and watch it myself. Um, I initially I, did, I, I didn't think it was close. Okay, I'll say this: I think Canelo has grown. I think he's learned how to fight better with movers, and I I just don't see Billy Joe Saunders having. He could have success. And remember, my hot take for the year was that he would actually beat Canelo. But that was just for me wanting to make a, a hot take and a bit bold prediction. Oh, I didn't know. You, you, you got to stand on it. I, I didn't. I didn't you know. Stand the fight on your actually, fucking hot take. I didn't know the fight would actually happen. No, no, that was my bold prediction for the year. If I had to make a bold prediction. But now the fight is actually happening. Yeah. Billy Joe Saunders has a chance and he has a better chance, I think, than actually Callum Smith. But I still I, like Canelo. I still think I, I mean, I, still I like Canelo, Canelo probably about 70 percent. Seventy uh, percent okay. chance to win. Okay. Okay. No, no, I get that. Um, but I think this is going to be a good fight. I think this is a good fight for Canelo also because he is a skilled guy. He is difficult, and if he goes out there and washes dude, and knocks him out, oh, bro, I got the legitimate like claim. I'm the dude. I legitimately have this belt now. What up? You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I like it for both guys. This is a huge step up for Billy Joe Saunders, it though. Is, and Billy Joe is. Saunders hasn't been on this stage stage before, but I do think he'll make the most out of his time here. I he's going to be great for the build for the fight. And oh, while I may be at a six or shit. While, while I may be at a six or a seven right now, I think the build to the fight should get me to an, you know, a seven or an eight. Yeah. Now I I think Billy Joe, Billy Joe's great on the mic. We forget he is uh Tyson Fury's best friend and it has a very similar personality. 
he's very easy to forget because he's just he's he's faded out. He tested positive for something, so he couldn't get the fight against Demetrius Andrade. He looked great against um he looks great looked great against David Lemieux, and he had, does have a win against Chris Eubank Jr. And his movement is the way he was able to find a to, to you know move his way to a points to, a points victory. Will he be able to do that against Canelo, someone who knows how to cut off the ring, someone who's going to be going to the body trying to slow him down throughout the course of the fight? And this is on 168 pound Billy Joe Saunders. It's not the 160-pound Billy Billy Joe Saunders we saw a few years ago. So he got a little bit more weight on him. We'll see what happens in the fight. I think 30 per, a 30% chance to win for him is pretty substantial. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I think it's going to be a good fight. I, I think, I, I, again, it just got announced. The closer it gets, when I see these guys training, when I hear what's going on in the camps, I'll be able to make a little bit more of an educated, uh, you know, guesstimation. We can say in this shit, uh, but is Billy Joe Stoner training under Ben Davidson? He was because they were training together. I don't know if he's training with them anymore. Okay, because remember he was uh, Tyson Fury's main training. He was like that's his training partner, and okay. his boy. So that's why he was. I don't know if he's still training with them because realistically, he might. I think went to Sugar, with Sugar Hill also, and if he did, that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting, but not against Canelo. We're not talking about Canelo's not Deontay Wilder. No, Canelo beat your ass. Yeah, you come, you come at Canelo. It's literally one of those, man. You better not miss. <laughs> exactly. You know, hey, he's our number one pound for pound guy for a reason. Did you see his boy? Uh, what is his name? Julio Cesar Ray. I have not. No. Is that his, is that his name? He I fought this weekend on the undercard of. Um, of Mikey Garcia and uh, Jesse Vargas. It was a great undercard. Yeah, I didn't. Great I honestly, undercard. the only fight that I watched, um, I didn't see because I was watching all the uh, the UFC stuff. Oh, man. Chocolatito. Woo! I did watch Chocolatito. I watched okay. that fight. I did. Okay. And yo, man. Cho- oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't say Chocolatito looked like Chocolatito again, man. He looked it's- good. He looks so good. It's so fun to watch him fight. I mean, yes. watching Chocolatito fight, you are watching the sweet science. Yes. Like he's in the pocket at all times and just always putting together his com- combinations, but he's never too irresponsible defensively. It's yo, really, really fun to watch legend, for 150 yo. pounds. And I know we throw some shade at the lighter weights, but boy, boy. Chocolatito. Yo, what he a legend. Good. He went out there and did work. That's how you respond to a loss. Yeah, well, here's the thing. He lost, but he, he's been like slowly building back up, getting his confidence back. He has a couple wins under his belt. And then he went out there and did that to the to the, the champion who pretty much had the belt. This was his, what, sixth title defense or some shit? But but like but like I'm saying, like I'm not saying it was his first fight back, but this is how you build exactly. back and respond yes. to a loss. Yes. And everybody thought Absolutely. he was done. Nobody thought everybody he was not favored in this fight. We picked him mostly because I didn't know the other guy. Yeah. But I mean, he wasn't favored in this fight. And he came back, he put an amazing Man, performance and put Buddy like on his stars. ass. He made us look like rock stars, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, my man's was out there doing <laughs> it, boy. He went out there. I was I was jumping up and down on my motherfucking couch, yo. I was like, yeah. oh shit. We never doubted you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So check it out. We're going to do, we were adding a new segment, man, to our Thursday episodes. And it's going to be the Guru's Hot Take of the Week. Brandon, Guru, fam, the floor is yours. What is this week's hot take? This week's hot take. Let's see. Well, I actually got this from Twitter. <laughs> Before the. Well, are you talking about black Twitter? Black Twitter. Oh, man. this is gonna be good. <laughs> Black, because because people were not, people were not feeling this, feeling me on this. But prior to the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight, prior to Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury two, they bought three heavyweight greats into the boxing ring. Yes, Lennox Lewis, yep, undisputed heavyweight champ, absolutely, Evander Holyfield, mm-hmm. and also Iron Mike Tyson. You. Who has a who has a podcast called Hot Boxing, which is Man, hilarious because oh, they I go. Love it. They they be smoking butt the whole time. Yeah, they they, they actually hot box, but yep. you know, boxing Mike Tyson, great branding. It's great, amazing, um, and it's a good show. I, ha- I haven't listened yet. I'm no, going to listen because I, I want to hear the, the Sugar Ray. I listen so. to it weekly. Okay, yeah. I, I'm coming. I'll get yeah. there soon. I wanted. To, I mentioned Mike Tyson because when they bought the three greats to the ring, you would think the best the, the the better fighters 
got the biggest ovation. <laughs> However, Mike Tyson is a casual darling. Absolutely. Casual fans love him. And I love Mike Tyson I as well, too. but I yes. also know where to accurately rank him when I, I also know where to accurately, accurately rank him, especially in the ring against the guys that actually beat him. But Mike Tyson got the, loud, got the loudest reception. Now, I saw an interesting debate on Twitter saying, it does Tyson Fury rank higher than Mike Tyson? Oh, shit. Well, you yeah. know what's funny? That's what actually brought me back to what I was actually alluding to earlier when I was talking about how Tyson Fury would do in that generation. Because 1,000% mm-hmm. Tyson Fury would have murked Mike Tyson. I think he would have murked Mike Tyson. And here's the, think- you know what's crazy about it? Tyson Fury got his name because he's named after Mike Tyson. He is named after Mike Tyson. And I think I, I think Tyson Fury all time now ranks high. Not, we're not talking just hypothetical mashups. I'm talking about all-time heavyweight rankings. I believe he now ranks higher than Mike Tyson because he has wins over Vladimir Klitschko yep. and Great. Mike Tyson. He has wins over two greats. Yep. Deontay Wilder and uh, Vladimir Klitschko. Yep. Now, does Mike Tyson doesn't have wins over a single great zero in his era. Zero so greats how, of zero. So although Mike Tyson had amazing Instagram YouTube worthy knockouts that we will watch over and over until the day that we die, you cannot put him over a guy like Tyson Fury. You can't. That is my hot take of the week. Tyson Fury ranks higher than Mike Tyson all time. That is a, that is an amazing hot take. And hey, I like that. First I like one I had to do it. I like it. I like it. Um, I got one for you. Deontay Wilder ranks higher than him too. Ooh, I, I, ooh, man. I don't know. I'm not there yet. I, he he does. And if we think about it, because uh, yeah, yeah. It, well, let's let's see how you the rest of the easily, career. You can go. easily make that argument though. Yeah, but I, I I have Deontay Wilder higher than him also. I mean, I, I don't really have to wait to see how the rest of their careers go, because even if Deontay Wilder absolutely falls off, I mean, Tyson totally fell off Facts. at a certain point in Facts. his career. And at, at this point in time in his career, Deontay Wilder has done more at this point in time than Mike Tyson did. Let's just be yeah. honest. I, All I right. think it's an argument that you can make. Absolutely. Well, Guru, it's been a good one today, man. It's been a good one. Thank you for having me per the usual. Absolutely, man. Well, look, man, uh, like you know, you can find us BCAM13 and BCAM thinks on Twitter. Yes? Yes, sir. There it is, man. Brandon Camille, man, as always, thank you, brother, for joining me on the Fight Podcast. We will see you next time, my brother. See you soon. Yes, sir. Peace out. All right, all right, all right, man. That was my conversation with the guru, Brandon Camille. Thank you, as always, for joining me. B-Cam, bro, is always a good time. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Yo, that was fun. That was, I'm not going to stunt. That was a good one, man. Good conversations. Uh, The hot take of the week by Brandon, man. I want to go ahead and get him involved a little bit more, man. He's a huge part of the show and uh, we want to make sure we're giving him a little bit more responsibility, man. The man's out there doing work for us and we always appreciate him, man. Yo, we have amazing fights um, this weekend. There's not that much life in boxing, but do not forget we have UFC 248 this weekend. Israel, the last stop bender, Adesanya against Yoel Romero, man, for the 185-pound middleweight title in the UFC. It's also co-headlined by... Yoani and Jacek, the former champion at a buck 15 straw weight and the current champion, the first Chinese champion, the UFC, Wei Li Zhang, man. So that should be an incredible fight card. If you have not, if you don't know these people, if you haven't had an opportunity to make your bets, go ahead and check out episode 191 of the Fight Podcast. I actually make all of my predictions and I do the entire breakdown of that on top of Fight News, man. So with that being said, don't forget, man, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Check out Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. They are here for you. Apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off your first three months. And also tell the combat sports lovers in your life about the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. The Fight Podcast hosted by me, the underground king, Serge Vicente. Check us out on our website, thefightpodcast.com. 
Check us out on social media at The Fight Podcast. And don't forget to follow your boy at Serge Vicente. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for joining us once again. Enjoy the fights this weekend, good people. I will see you next time right here on The Fight Podcast. Deuces! Deuces!